Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. What's going on, everybody? It's DJ Iron Mike interrupting your regularly scheduled local lunch. And I've got Nathan and Greg here from Hopscotch. Thank you for coming up, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. No problem. So, lucky number seven. It's the seventh year of Hopscotch. Been some right. some good times, huh? Yeah, it's it feels like it's taken quite a bit to get here. It's been seven years. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're excited that the lineup came out on Monday, so we can transition into start planning and and uh, working on producing the event in September. It's usually we divide mm-hmm. the year into the calendar is all based September to September. So once okay. we once we pull one off, we you know we Just take a tiny break and start working on the next one. So um, this year took us about five and a half months to get this lineup pulled together, and then. Uh, we, we, we got it out Monday uh, afternoon, Monday morning, and now we uh, start to shift gears and think about you know all the bands that are coming to town and trying to, trying to sell the passes and make sure the fans have all the information they need so that we can produce it again uh, in about four months. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from a totally hip-hop side because I'm the hip-hop music director here, and I'm loving the hip-hop lineup. I feel like it's one of the strongest ones you guys have had in a while. We're really it's, excited about it. Yeah, it's Appreciate it's that. it's fire. Erica Badu, Young Thug, Anderson Pack, like Jesus. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, even like Milo is one that I haven't seen too many people posting about yet, but I think that he's gonna be really good. He's he's gonna be uh he's gonna do you, do you know Milo you're, at all? Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're good. I'm just getting your levels right. Uh, but yeah, he's great. He's like with like he's kind of in the same crew as like Open Mike Eagle and um, uh-huh. some of those guys out west. And Open Mike Eagle came two years ago and had a great show at Poor House. And then last year we had No Can Do. Yeah. And um, who they all do the Hellfire Club. He's, he's nasty. And uh, so we brought Milo out this year, and I think it's gonna be a good one. That's, that's what's up. Yeah. So like I last year I was like I I can't I got I can't front that Friday show at Lincoln theater still goes down as one of like the best shows I've ever been to. I appreciate that. It was amazing. That, that was, a big, <laughs> it was amazing. Like I was in there for about three minutes. Uh, I didn't get to catch much of it myself, but yeah, we had, I had wanted push a T to play hopscotch for a long time. Um, and then it just finally worked out. Yeah. We, our, our, our venue situation has been interesting the past two years because Memorial auditorium is a large city-owned venue downtown in the Performing Arts Center, uh-huh. in the, the Duke Energy Center. Um, and and we haven't been able to utilize it and program it because it was closed for renovations. They did a $10 million city renovation that uh, was a big overhaul in the space. And, uh, and so we haven't programmed that for a couple of years. So we ended up putting a few bands that we thought would probably, a few artists that would probably work better in Memorial, and we had to squeeze them into Lincoln. War on Drugs is a good example. It was a band uh-huh. that had really gotten bigger. I mean, of course, they played the first Hopscotch back in 2010 at Tiernanog, but uh-huh. they've obviously become a much bigger band. Yeah. And we're playing, um, could have played our main stage, and it ended up playing the Lincoln, but could have played Memorial ideally. And so I thought the same about Pusha T. I thought Pusha T might have fit really well because the way we utilize Memorial is to make it about a 1,200, 1,500 person club, uh-huh. which is about five or 600 people more than the Lincoln can fit. Okay. So um, it ended up being great in the Lincoln because of the energy yeah. and all that. But yeah. we're, we're spending money on artists that, you know, we'd like to put in a bigger <laughs> put in place. A bigger venue, could. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it ended up being a special show. And that's part of Hopscotch is, is sometimes you get to see some some artists that might – 
uh, normally play in front of 15, 20, 25, 30,000 people at an outdoor right. summer festival like Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza or something, but at Hopscotch, we only have one main outdoor stage. Now we're going to utilize Red Hat for one night with Erica Badu and Gary Clark. I was going to ask you that. You know, that's only, you know, 5,500 people still is our biggest space. So everything yeah. is sort of, you know, all of our booking is based on the available spaces, the venues that we want to utilize. And because of that, you can sometimes catch acts. Um, if you can get in there, you can catch acts that are normally playing larger spaces, and then the energy ends up kind of going through the roof because of that. Yeah. We've had a few of those at the Lincoln. We've had a few of those at Cam with Jamie XX. Uh-huh. The Lincoln um, Kings has had a couple of those. So this year we're back in Memorial, and we've booked Young Doug in there, and we think that's the more appropriate okay, space yeah. you well, know, size-wise. Regardless of where he plays, it's going to be nuts. Gonna and be, we, yeah. we also think that more people are going to want to be, be there for that. Absolutely. So, um, but I do appreciate you saying that because um, Pusha T is somebody we've wanted to get for all along, and that entire undercard was pretty strong. And that's yeah. another thing. It's not just the bigger artists playing in smaller rooms, but a lot of the, the artists like Father who opened up, yeah. who was direct support for uh, Pusha T on that one, if he's coming through town, it's not going to be as crazy as that show yet. Like he's still right. kind of on the way up. So. Yeah. But at Hopscotch, we try to program it so that you can see somebody like that in kind of the ideal setting, like what he would almost have in like a hometown situation where everybody's just going nuts. Going, yeah. And um, it's really great instead of seeing him at like on a Tuesday somewhere it's with a like random a half place. full room or something. Yeah. Yeah, like you can really exactly. pack it. It's ideal energy. You know? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. absolutely. And I think you know we've we focused early on uh, from year one. Where Public Enemy was our yeah, main stage headliner on Saturday night, uh-huh. to De La Soul and and being lucky, fortunate enough to get uh, Big Daddy Kane to fill in for Action Bronson one year, and uh, you know we've we've built a reputation I think for bringing some of the most legendary names in hip hop, Pusha T being one of them, to you know and also modern, but and a lot of up and coming stuff. This year we really yeah. wanted to focus a little bit more on the up and coming, and okay. also somebody like Young Doug or Vince Staples that are both up and coming but also are here. Big enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they, they're not legends, if you will, in terms of their, you know, their age or where they've, where they've been in the higher, you know, the, the history of hip-hop, but they are right now um, some of the biggest artists that Nathan and I really like. And so we were able to, to do that, and it, and it kind of gives it a different complexion, I think. And really good performers. Like I've seen oh, yeah. Ben Staples a couple times, and he's he's great live. He yeah, has Staples really good, great like, live crowd he's, interaction. And so Vince Staples is going to play our main stage in City Plaza, okay, on a Saturday night with Sylvan Esso awesome. headlining. That's so he'll up. be in that middle set because you're right, uh, his energy live is is pretty tough to top. Yeah, that, he, like he's I, good. Yeah, he is. Like I actually, I became a fan of his last year. I went to South by, and I had heard about him. You know, I kind of I'm. I'm kind of like a hip hop snob sometimes. I gotta admit it. So like sure. you know, it's like I just didn't really give him that much of a fair chance. And then I saw him live, and I was like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. So I can't wait to see what he brings to Raleigh. Well, he had that mixtape a few years back with no ID. He's got like some like low key hip hop credentials yeah. that are pretty. Yeah, I know that's that's crazy. Like once I actually started paying attention to what he does, yeah. like his he like follows like he goes off the the foundations, you know, like that golden era kind of sound, but he makes it new. That's at right. the same time, so it's very it's West Coast. I, yeah, very, exactly. Very, very LA, and I think he's got a chance to really. I mean, the stuff he's put out 
the product it, it, it's been good so far yeah um, very well received but you're right i think people need to experience him live to sort of get it yeah uh, the energy and stuff but then he's also positioned himself that if the next two or three projects one or two projects are really good i mean he's going to be maybe one of the heavyweights of this era because he's he's absolutely he can rap and he's, I can, I can he's got an that. amazing online presence his twitter is hilarious <laughs> yeah it <laughs> is. Mean, he's, pretty, he's pretty con he's pretty controversial he's like <laughs> He's real topical. I mean, I, I really like, and he's young. Yeah. I mean, I think he's 22. Yeah, he's maybe. really young, yeah. So, um, and he's been putting stuff out. So, I mean, it's just, he, the, the future is real bright for him. As much, I, I mean, we could talk about artists all day, I bet, because we're all music people in here. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, but, I mean, as far as Hopscotch goes, you know, we were kind of talking about, um, you know, getting, like, this, your schedule and getting artists booked and stuff. So, like, so you start, when when do you guys start, like, like right after this hopscotch, you're going to be booking the artist for this for for next year. And the booking doesn't start immediately, but okay. right after hopscotch, there's a lot of kind of wrapping up and making sure everything's kind of in line from the previous year. And that takes a month or two to get everything kind of finished up. About a month. And then um, then we start planning for the following year. Okay. And um, that's more just figuring out like if we're going to use memorial stuff like that. We try mm-hmm. to kind of plan out plot the overall layout, and kind of get that stuff done. And then in late November, December, January, we really start booking heavy. And um, that goes all the way up until we announce it. And that, that's, that's a big job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when Nathan says it goes up until we announce it, it's, we, I've got a kind of funny story about this year's <laughs> announcement. On Monday, a few days ago, we had prepared uh, two posters for the lineup announcement, one with Erica Badu and one without and two press releases, one with Erica Badu's name in it, who's obviously sort of our uh, overall headliner this right, year, headlining yeah. Red Hat on Friday, September 9th with Gary Clark opening. And so we, I just, we had worked really hard. We had everybody in place, and for the last five days or so, four or five days, actually confirmed Young Thug very late in the game too, but four or five days to go, we were just waiting on an answer from Erica Badu. And to her credit and her agent's credit, Kara Lewis up in New York, they. We didn't really make the offer till pretty late because one of the venues that came in play late was Red Hat. So okay. that was, you know, so when Nathan says we started in November, really heavy booking, we do do that. But then we start to kind of look as things are going pretty well, how we might expand. We're always evaluating. So this has been in play for, uh, ideal wise, it's been in play for a couple years. But we were finally able to cut the deal with the convention center and Live Nation, who's responsible for the Red Hat calendar. So it was, it was finally going to happen question was was it going to happen on friday or saturday and if it was going to happen on which night who was going to play it so long story short we didn't we were at my house ready to launch and people thought the lineup was coming out at 10 i don't i don't remember us saying what time we were doing it because i didn't want to do it at 10 a.m i wanted to wait a little while and so at 9 57 i texted our team the owners of hopscotch the new ownership and nathan and a couple other people involved with the the actual launch and i said hey we're going to go with the poster without Erica Badu and the press release because I just don't know. I called nine times this morning (laughs) and I've got nothing but voicemail. And so at one minute after I sent that text, uh, Kara Lewis called me and said, she's confirmed, do it. You know, she's headlining. I said, yes. She goes, okay, perfect, done. And so we were able to switch it and five minutes later go live with Erica Badu, which is what we wanted to do. And we thought we were going to end up confirming her anyway this week, but it just felt so much more impactful if yeah, we could get her get her on the initial blast yeah. that we sent out on Monday, Absolutely. and we were real lucky to do that. But that's the latest we've ever confirmed <laughs> anybody, was which was six minutes before we went live. I had live. already started prepping to like go every 
have everything going. And then I hear, I could hear her on the other side of the phone just go, confirm it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we both kind of lost our mind. Yeah, it was pretty exciting, just because it was just the you know the last and most important piece for this year's lineup, and, yeah. and I thought that uh, it it improved everything for Monday. So it's been a, it's been a better week because of that. Yeah, it definitely brings it together. Like that was like one of the first names I noticed. Like reading the headline, just seeing Scott Hopscotch, and then I saw Erica Badu. I was like, sold. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's hopefully the way it was supposed to work for everybody. Yeah, no, I bet I, it, I probably will. I mean, you get like how how much are wristbands this year? So our wristband prices, which is something that um, we always, uh, you know, we address year to year. We look at it this year. They they didn't change um, from two thousand fifteen. So you know, some years we go up incrementally, um, a five ten percent increase. Some years we freeze. I think out of the six years, seven years now that we've sold wristbands. In seven years, we've increased. We haven't increased only twice, I think, and this is one of them. So basically, you're looking at. I mean, the way, the way to break it down is we sold about twenty percent of our available VIP and three day wristbands in a pre-sale, where they were anywhere between ninety nine and one hundred and thirty five bucks, and when, for three days of music, I understand that's not you know what a lot of people would consider cheap, if you will, depending on you know what you do for a living and people right. you know have to. But people that want to go to Hopscotch, I mean, they, they generally plan for it. Yeah. They budget for it. I mean, it's it's not much dinner than like I'm much different than a really nice dinner. Yeah. Or something like that, you know. And or if you do the math too, like sure. And so you if you to, if you're able to go for three days, that's kind yeah. of the point. If you're yeah. able to see because of the way we program the we schedule the the headlining shows earlier, they're they're mm-hmm. mid afternoon. So there's these day parties all day long around the city at different venues, and then you've got the headlining shows, in in. City Plaza, which is down on Fayetteville Street, if anybody's unfamiliar, and then Red Hat Amphitheater is also going to be going off around the same time on Friday this year. You can see those shows with your wristband uh, right off the bat. So you can knock out, you know, Vince Staples, Beach House, Sylvanesso, Wolf Parade, uh, Erica Badu, Gary Clark. All those folks are between 5 and 10 p.m. Then after that, the rest of those 120 bands are playing in the club, you know, 10 different club venues until 2 a.m. each night. So if you're able to, if you just went to the Lincoln and didn't leave, you know, for let's say the Pusha T show and you still saw Father and Chaz French and, you know, Mm -hmm. like last year, like you did, you're catching four sets right there. Right. So if you do the math a little bit, eventually it gets to be like, I think if you just, you know, if you don't even hustle and you just kind of want to, you know, just just see music at a casual pace, you end up seeing 20 bands. Yeah. Uh, If you hustle, you see 30. You know, so somewhere in between there, if you do the math, it ends up working out to like five to eight dollars a set. Yeah. And so for I mean, and and that, that. you know, that's seeing Erica Badu for eight bucks. And, and, you know, those tickets (laughs) are going to be probably sixty dollars. Closer to the price of a wristband by itself. That's right. So that, you know, Gary Clark, Erica Badu show will be priced accordingly for a regular single concert. So will all the City Plaza shows. So when you look at the wristband um, as an option, I think it's. It's just a really good value when you break it down that way. Absolutely. I agree. And I, that was actually one of the things that I noticed about Hopscotch last year. Like last year was my first time actually like covering one for like radio for WKNC. Sure. And um, I've been to a bunch of other festivals and, you know, festival badges and wristbands get so expensive. Like I think like South by is like 750 bucks off, like when they start selling them. And Hopscotch's value for what you get 
Like even if you get even if you get shut out of a couple venues, which is always frustrating, you still can go and see way more than what you pay. Like that's the, right. The value of what you got. That's right. Worth more than what the bit. It, we're in a, we're in a cost. tough position as as the as the folks. I mean, this is what we do. I mean, if you want to boil down what we do for a living, is we the the one thing we sell as a company are mm-hmm. tickets. I mean, we yeah. we are, we actually have great sponsors that help us out and you know help underwrite the thing and and we've got a little bit of revenue coming from a couple other small streams but the the the, the gist of what we do is we program three days of music that's what we want to focus on we want to focus on the artists and the schedule and and who's playing and that's what it's about it's about a fun weekend in downtown raleigh that's pretty incomparable at this point to any weekend in the state Maybe, you know, some in the South in terms of it being in an urban setting and, and taking place in existing venues, using the infrastructure of the city. That's what we want to focus on. But we still do have to talk about internally how we how we sell the one thing we sell, which is our product, which is our, our wristbands. So price is something that we discuss a lot. Okay. And I think that um, I, you know, it's hard for me to say because I actually think it's probably undervalued a little bit. I mean, I think we should <laughs> okay. sell them probably for a little more money, but I also know that my friends are like, I've got to, you know, I got to wait a paycheck, right? you know? And yeah. so I get that. I mean, yeah. I, I don't make that much money for a living either. And so, and I certainly don't buy my South bypasses right off the bat or yeah. other things. So I get wh- where the general public comes from when they talk about price with hopscotch. But if they, I think if they took the time to look across at some other summer music festivals and they'll say, well, they have bigger headliners than mm-hmm. hopscotch. Well, they have bigger headliners, but you're going to have to see those headliners with 60,000 other people. Yeah. You may not even, even get a glimpse of the band. Right. You'll I mean, it's, like, you're just back in a field, oh, which is cool <laughs> if you dig that. I mean, yeah. that's a fun experience for people that like that. Uh-huh. Hopscotch is an entirely different music viewing right. based experience. Which you're like right in front of your Yeah. Artist. I mean, so for 165 on the three day wristband, not only I think per set are you getting good value, but you're also actually able to experience the artist you're there to see. Because your biggest stage you could possibly venture into is 5,500 people. And yeah. so that ends up being a little bit more of a curated, smaller, you know, boutique feel. But it's also a better, it's more fun, I think. And that's, that's where we land on our price generally um, when we set it is we've got to think about how people are thinking about their budgets and their money. And then we've got to think about what we need to do to survive and hopefully meet somewhere in the middle. That's what's up, man. I, I, well, you're doing a good job with it <laughs> as, as so far. Appreciate it. Um, and we're going to get into a little bit of music. We've got a little Vince Staples coming in since we, uh, since we spoke about him at length. I feel he deserves a little airplay right now. Sure. But we're going to get into, when we come back, we'll get into some of the uh, details of how you guys come up with like uh, curating the shows and stuff. Because it's definitely interesting how you guys do it. So keep it locked here on WKNC 88.1. DJ on your mic. I got... The hopscotch masterminds up in the building with me. <laughs> and here's a little Vince Staples for you. Ooh, boy. <laughs> DJ I am Mike, WKNC. What used to be the local lunch. Instead, we have our little hopscotch showcase, I guess. <laughs> Radio wave showcase. We're local. Yeah. We're local. Yeah, okay. There you go. Got Nathan and Greg, the uh, creators of hopscotch up in the building with me. You were just listening to Shards by Girl. And before that, 10 Mile Stereo by Beach House. 
We had a little Erica Badu, a little Rat King, a little Vince Staples. And if you haven't been paying attention to social media at all, you would now know that those all those artists are playing at Hopscotch this year. You know, if we, we've been talking about it for the past about 45 minutes, just about how strong this year's Hopscotch lineup is. I'm excited. You should be excited. We're all excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, before the break, we were talking about the booking process and we were going to kind of get back into how you guys curate it. Cause you guys do a really good job at like each venue has, it's, it has that intimate feel. And that's really important when you're going to see like a bigger name, like someone who you've probably grown up for me, like we were talking about earlier for me, I grew up on, on push a T. So to have them in an intimate venue like that was so good for me personally, sure. it was like a good experience. So how do you guys come up with, that feel like creating that feel um it, it we have an idea we try to make it even over the venue so there's not too much direct genre overlap when mm-hmm. possible and then from that's just the overall idea we don't really have any specifics we're not sure if a lot of the times we don't know if the big rock show is going to be here or if it's going to be a smaller rock show we're going to do a big hip-hop show that night but we try to kind of make sure we cover as much as possible and um greg and i both listen to a lot of different types of music so um we have a lot of interest from small to big going into it and then from there we just kind of start making lists and seeing how it kind of all fits together it's kind of like a puzzle pieces just falling into place and and we just sometimes you have something like uh we'll have uh dj spin and tech life crew um and big freedom on the same bill so we got two Dance squads, basically. Yeah. Footwork into, L- I mean, uh, New Orleans twerking. So it's going to be like, <laughs> stuff like not... that just kind of comes together. Yeah. And then it, it just makes so much sense. It just kind of pops out where other things you're kind of more deliberately working at. You know you want Dim Dyke to play. And then you kind of build a bill around them instead of it falling into place. So it goes both ways. And we just all kind of try to make sure that it, it fits together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, all of the booking is always driven by the budget okay. a, yeah, well, and, and the venues that we're going to program. So, yeah. I mean, we, we start off by what can we spend for the overall festival? And then where are we going to put the bands once we do start asking them to play? Because everybody who plays gets paid and everybody who plays gets uh, wristbands, artist wristbands for three days if they want to go to shows or they can, you know, if they're in town long enough to check out some other stuff outside of their set. So from there... Then, it, you know, like Nathan said, it, it's sort of like we, we, we want a lot of hip-hop, electronic, R&B, dance stuff. We're not going to put it all on Thursday right? across the board because, right. you know, a fan like you would just, you'd be like, well, that's the Why whole that weekend for, for me. Yeah, exactly. You know, so <laughs> yeah. that goes for the metal and hardcore fans. It goes for the indie rock fans, the experimental fans. I mean, each night there's going to hopefully be, if you want to stay just on that track, mm-hmm. if you only want to see metal bands, well, you're going to go to the poorhouse on Thursday. You're going to go to the Kings on Friday. You're going to, you know, so you're going to be able to go and do that each night because we've been able to hopefully program it that way. Sometimes it ends up a little bit heavy on one or the other per night. Yeah. But there's still going to be so the, the idea is balance overall comes from balance each night, and then we can kind of look at it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then really we've not been. I think we've done a poor job visually communicating you know, this information to our fans. So one major change we made this year that we've never done before in the seven years we've done it is we announced the lineup on Monday with a poster that was by genre 
almost. Right. It wasn't really one specific genre. It was just a general grouping. Now, so many of right. these artists, you don't want to sort of pigeonhole into a certain you know type of music. Uh-huh. But we were able to sort of loosely take all 120 bands, and strangely, when we broke it down into four categories, we realized we had booked about 30 bands almost exactly in each category. You okay. know, it's like an indie rock side. There's the hip-hop, electronic, R&B there's you know metal hardcore punk loud stuff and then there's you know <laughs> country singer songwriter experimental you know um so television could go in a few of those categories or you know some of the djs could go in a few of those different right. categories cuz they're electronic but then they're also like really dark and you know dreary and and you know hardcore it's, it's just yeah. but we were able to sort of and when we communicate that information it's funny the response i feel like has been like wow this hopscotch is really well rounded or very diverse, but the truth is, it's the exact same as it's, it's been. Similar. It's like it's, year seven looks a lot like years like, one through six. Okay. We've just been throwing them all up on a poster, and I think that's been a mistake because I think the way the information's been communicated to the audience has made it look like a lot of other festivals in America, which I don't think it is like. And so, um, because y- y- the names get lost by day, which we did last year on the poster, or just in a general overall, here's all 120 bands slapped together from biggest to smallest in some yeah. you know, arbitrary way. This gave us an opportunity to say, hey, this is Hopscotch. There's actually kind of four festivals within this festival, if you will. And then there's multiple ways that you can then choose your own adventure between these lines to go... You know, so a lot of people are hitting us up like, oh, this, but it looks like Badu and Young Thug and Vince Staples and all them are playing on the same day or something. That's not the that's case. That's not how it's going. No, no, that's just a line of just, like kind of like the loose, you know, well, that's just kind the of what, the yeah. category of what they, music they play. Right. Okay. And so when you look at that poster that's on, you know, hopscotchmusicfest.com along with, you know, the ticket page and stuff, you'll see that. And of course, in the next month, we'll drop the schedule, which will break all that out into the bills like we, that we've been building because we do have the schedule done already as well. Yep. Close pretty much done that's what's up well i'm i'm i can't wait to see what happens and this is definitely one of the events that i'm looking forward to for at least what what, what we got for like four three months mo- four more months yeah, four yeah months. so i'm counting down um so we don't really have that much time left we've actually been it's been a pretty good interview when you when you lose track of time <laughs> but um uh so we have a couple wristbands that we're gonna that yeah we're gonna we, I, I think we should give away uh singles like we can give away to two different people, one yeah. three-day wristband for the weekend, okay, which, by the way, went on sale again. Our pre-sale had concluded about 10 days ago, and the, the VIP and three-day wristbands went on sale again yesterday at 10 a.m. Uh, the sale went really well for us so far, so it is one of those years I feel like people should probably, if they're planning on going, start Get on thinking about acquiring the wristband for September, even though it is four months away. Um, I haven't checked the numbers today, but it was it was one of, if not our... You know, it was a very successful opening day for us at, at full price wristbands. So, but we we have some to give away. Okay, and we should we should give a couple away, Nathan. What do you think? Yeah, how many are we doing right now? So, you know, one one to two one, different callers. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds so, good. So two, we're giving away two. Yeah, how are we going to do it? Do we need to, do they just have the call, or yeah, we got to do something? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get those, if you want to get a three day wristband, a hopscotch, two thousand sixteen, almost said two thousand seventeen, to the seventh hopscotch, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Call nine one nine five one five zero eight eight one or nine one nine five one five twenty four hundred, and we are going to be 
giving you one of the best presents of the whole year. Forget Christmas. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, we're going to be playing some more music, some more some more um, hopscotch artists. The next artist I'm going to play, we've had, we've kind of been debating on whether we can say her name. <laughs> She's straight out of Brooklyn. <laughs> I love her. She's awesome. I'm going to just say Jungle Punani. I think you can get away with that. <laughs> But yeah, here's some here's some jungle punani for you straight out of Brooklyn. <laughs> Call that number 919-515-0881, 919-515-2400. Get yourself a hopscotch, three day pass, and we'll see you out there. Thank you for listening. It's DJ Iron Mike, eighty eight point one FM. Nathan, Greg, we love y'all. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Thanks, man.